0: Sometimes you've just got to go with the flow. And today on Atlantico FM, that is exactly what we are going to do. We have got 50 minutes of non-stop yeah, rock. Like
1: bomb, baby, come get it on. Living like a lover with a radar phone. Looking like a trance, like a video, bam. Daryl, let your woman cannot be old.
0: Yes, you are. You're listening to Ride Time Radio here on Atlantico FM. We are going out across the Canaries, courtesy of Atlantico, and I really appreciate their support. This is Ride Time Radio, and we are a a station dedicated to motorcycles, motorcycle enthusiasts, and anything to do with rock, roll, leathers, motorcycles, Harley Davidsons. Whatever it is, we are here to please. Now, we're going to have a right old 80s session this week. We are going to listen to some of the best bands, and that was, of course, Def Leppard with Pour Some Sugar On Me. Now, did you know Def Leppard had a one-armed drummer? I'm not joking. They had a one-armed drummer, and they were the rage of the 80s when they came out with that track. Another fantastic band that we're just about to go into. Can you guess? Well, you've got to be able to guess who this was. Of course, Guns N' Roses were another band that were all the rage. They were even making the charts, along with Def Leppard. They were making the charts. They were making the top 40. Rock music in the top 40 was just a common thing in the 1980s. And roses. Welcome to the jungle and the jungle it was. It was 1980s. Everybody was looking for something. There was recessions. There was high unemployment and everybody was into either rock roll mods or maybe even a bit of punk. We covered the punk last week. And of course, this week, we're going to cover heavy metal. Heavy metal was on the rise and Bon Scott. Well, he'd actually just passed away and ACDC were left wondering what to do next until Brian Johnson came along and they produced one of the best albums ever in the heavy metal world, Back in Black. So ACDC exploded back onto the scene. Brian Johnson with his gruff vocal gave the band a new lease of life and they were born again. And over back in the UK, the Brit Metal scene was booming and one of those bands that were making big waves with Judas Priest, they were full of leather, they were full of studs, they looked like the Blue Oyster Club out of the Police Academy, but they were making a great sound. This is off the Screaming for Vengeance album. This is Judas Priest with You've Got Another Thing Coming. Now, as Judas Priest were busy cutting their leathers and shining their studs, there was a new Prince of Darkness who was entering onto the scene. He'd been with Black Sabbath doing all the greats, but he decided to go as a solo artist. And he teamed up with one of the most influential guitarists of all time in heavy metal, which was, of course, Randy Rhodes. Ozzy and Randy were at their best. And while Ozzy was busy munching the wings of bats, Randy Rhodes was shredding a guitar like no one had ever seen before. Get ready for a bit of the crazy train. So Ozzy became the new Prince of Darkness along with his companion Randy Rhodes. No one had seen the shredding work of a guitarist like this before. Randy was from the schools of music in, in New York. He had been playing. His mom was a music teacher. He'd been playing guitar for a number of years and had studied with, with his mother. He was actually a um, complete competent classical guitarist. But after teaming up with Ozzy, they went out, they hit the road and they were partying every night. And that soon came to an end when they were at a millionaire's mansion and decided to take out at two o'clock in the morning the plane that was parked in the driveway. They took out the plane and they started to practice dipping the plane on the roof of the villa until they dipped it too far and they seriously found themselves in an accident which lost the life of Randy Rhodes. God rest his soul, he was one of the very, very best. This affected Ozzy Osbourne dramatically, and to this day now, I don't think he ever recovered from losing his very, very best friend. But across the water, over in Europe, there was a new sound emerging. That was the sound of a German rock band, a German hard, heavy rock band with a brand new sound. This was, of course, thrash metal, and this was Metallica. Now, the show, of course, is sponsored by Rock and Hop, standing in Almedano, that CC Tahini Shopping Centre. So if you're looking for something very special to end an evening or maybe an afternoon, go down and you will find the biggest, best craft beer selection on the island of Tenerife. Brian has got a huge collection. I don't even know where he sources them from sometimes. He's got beer in there that I've never, ever heard of before never seen anywhere else, but... He has them, and he has some on draft, he has some in the fridge, he even has a great selection of ciders. So, CC Tahina Shopping Centre, you can also get a gourmet burger from down there as well. The food is fantastic, the beer is fantastic, and Brian and his staff are an amazing experience to go down and see. Rock and Hops, look them up on Facebook, on the internet, CC Tahina Shopping Centre in Almedino. We'll also take the time out to give some shout-outs to our riders. We are, of course, EasyRiderTenerife.com. If you want an experience on two wheels, then just look us up online, EasyRiderTenerife.com. Book yourself one of the very, very best motorcycles in Tenerife. You can find us at La Shafira. Right at the Traffic Island, we're on top of Bank of Santander and our depot is down the back of the offices where you'll find a great selection of motorcycles to choose from. Now then, let's give a shout out to the riders. I've had Claudia out on the Bonneville this week. Big shout out. Oh, we're early with the horn this week then. That makes a change, doesn't it? Who's on the horn this week? Anyway, big shout out to Claudia. Thank you very much for taking out the bike. We've got some amazing riders coming over, some big groups. I'm actually out tomorrow with a big group of five. We're going to go out and have a guided tour. So if you've been over, if you've been locking us up, if you've been riding our bikes, Darren, John, you're one of those people. You is out on the Bobber. The Bobber, the Triumph Bobber, 1,200cc, that's available for rental from us. All of our bikes are actually The best you will find in Tenerife. And I don't say that lightly, right? I say that because I mean it. If you want a fantastic experience with qualified bikers, and I'm talking bikers, right? There isn't nothing biker I haven't done, all right? Come and meet me, come and meet my team, you will have a fantastic experience. while Metallica captured a unique audience, and they really did start the thrash metal scene. There was also Anthrax, there was Megadeth, there was all of these bands that started to come out of the woodwork with this kind of thrash metal scene. But the 1980s and the 1990s, the early 90s, they were also capturing lots of other bands, and there was another there was another genre brewing. That, that came just a little bit after, but there was another band... From Germany that I loved so much Because I was more of a hard rock Heavy metal fan And one of my favourite bands Were the Scorpions One of my favourite tracks Was No One Like You Check this out This was one of their best ever performances The Schenker Brothers were an amazing set of guitarists. Rudolf Schenker played for the entirety, and I still think he does play with Scorpions now. Scorpions are still out there. They're still on tour. They're actually touring with Thunder, that, that tour seems to have gone on forever, believe me. But I think it will be the farewell tour of the Scorpions. The voice of the singer, the, the amazing guitar work of the Schenker Brothers, Rudolf at his best, and German rock, you know, it's so technical. But something else started to happen in the late 80s, and that was the glam rock scene. And the the predecessors of glam rock, let's call it, the, the godfathers of glam rock were certainly Bon Jovi. He is off the Slippery When Wet album, You Give Love a Bad Name. Bon Jovi, of course, fronted by frontman John Bon Jovi. He was a good-looking guy. Some would even say he's still a good-looking guy now, but he was attracting the girls. Girls, girls, girls. And to be honest, there was a lot of good-looking pin-ups about at that time. One of the most notorious pin-up women of the late 80s, early 90s was, of course, Pamela Anderson. And she had fell deeply in love with Tommy Lee, who was the drummer from Motley Crue. They were making headlines, believe me, for all the wrong reasons. Because Tommy Lee just wasn't treating Pamela very well. He was actually getting himself into a lot of trouble with this beautiful young girl that the whole world loved. But Motley Crue were a band on their own. They were making their own waves. And they were the they were the Rolling Stones version of the glam rock scene. Here's them off their album, Girls, Girls, Girls. Here's Of course, listening to Ride Time Radio. We are here today on Atlantico FM. You can also find us on 102 FM across the south coast of Tenerife. And if you're listening across the world, you can tune into us at any time on RideTimeRadio.com. Sponsors of the show, of course, are Rock and Hops down in El Medino in Tenerife, CC Tahina Shopping Centre. You will find the very, very best craft beer selection and gourmet burgers. It makes for a great night out or even an afternoon if passing. If you're out riding the bikes, it's not a bad place to stop off and have a fill. as David Coverdale right David Coverdale does that name ring any bells for you if you're a Whitesnake fan that's certainly gonna ring every bell for you now I am a huge Whitesnake fan I think that band is fantastic I went to see them in concert I would go and see them again at any time but David Coverdale for me he was an English singer but he lived in the States but he was very very into the glam rock scene And he brought the glam rock scene to the UK, in my opinion, right? But I don't think anyone would disagree with that. He came over, he reinvented Whitesnake in 87, right? And he came with Still of the Night. He came with Here I Go Again. And to be honest, this was probably one of the best tracks, right? I love his voice. I love the way he delivers. And I love the band. Here's a bit of Whitesnake.
1: I don't know where I'm going, but I sure know where I've been Hanging on the promises and the songs of yesterday.
0: to walk through the 1980s right up to the 90s next week we'll cover the 90s and we'll have a look exactly what went on then unfortunately we are coming to the end of the show, I've got one more track for you just after this, right now, can you think of who I've missed out, right who have I missed out, what is the most influential band that I have missed out from the 1980s Brit Metal scene. Have a think about it. I'm going to give you the answer right after this. while Mr Coverdale was busy bringing the glam rock scene across the ocean into the UK, which I think he did, and he did a good job of it, you know, and I really, really do like White Saints, One of my favourite bands. But there was another band that was going on. It was a real British heavy metal band. They drove around the UK in the Green Goddess. That was the truck that they bought to actually tour in. They they brought, right, they, they started at the bottom, they worked their way up to the very, very top. And it was, of course, Iron Maiden. With all the, all whatever you want to think of that band, Iron Maiden worked very hard to be where they are now. Bruce Dickinson came onto the scene after Paul Diario... And he exploded the band into what they are now. Here's Iron Maiden, a run to the hills. This is the one, the, sorry, the last one from me today. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy your Sunday evening. We will see you and speak to you next
1: week.